Sheves. So Ray Salavechik points out the word Sheves, which is the way we open the kinos, it means sudden. It means like it just happened out of the blue. It means they were sitting there and suddenly the base of Midas was destroyed. In fact, if you read Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah, what does Yirmiyahu do? Yirmiyahu, here's a person who, according to some interpretations, he actually wrote Eicha before the destruction of the temple. Meaning to say, he wrote this long Eicha, this long lament, which talks about how the Jewish people are destroyed, we're sitting by that alone. Talks about how we've seen the, we've seen the affliction. Any Agev on you have seen the affliction? That was written, according to some, before the destruction of the temple. That he wrote this long five-chapter book. He brings it to the Melech. They kick him out, he ends up going away. God is continuously throughout the entire, throughout the entire book of Yirmiyot, which it's verses such as this. He says, a word came to Yermiyo from the word of the Lord, the tenth day of King of Tzidkiyo, uh, which is the eighteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar. At the time, the army of the King of Babylon was besieging Yerushalayim. Yermiyo was confined in prison at Sherebet's Melech Yehuda. And the, it goes on to say, I'm going to come, I'm going to destroy the people. It's so clear and overt. God saying to Yirmiyahu, I'm going to destroy the Jewish people. It's going to be destroyed so much so, think about it. Imagine if you read Eicha. You read Eicha before the destruction of the temple. If I were to ask you, what's going to happen in the next few days? What's going to happen? The destruction of the temple, no? You read a book about how we're going to be destroyed. God himself is saying we're going to destroy you. It's so obvious. What is going to happen next is the destruction of the temple. So much so, it's one of the most haunting phrases in all Tanakh. When God turns to Yirmiyahu and says, Yirmiyahu, stop. No more Davidic. It's over. There's nothing you can do. This edict is set in stone. The, the temple has to be destroyed. As we read in today's Haftorah, Hashem says, because they've forsaken my Torah, it's over. It's over. Right? And what do you, again, it's so obvious what's going to happen. And yet, says Rabbi Salavechik, the word Shevis means surprise. It was sudden. It was destroyed, and Yermiel looks out from over the hills from out to Yishalayim and sees smoke rising from where the Makkah Mikdash was, and he realized right away this wasn't the smoke of the Mizbeah, which every day the Aish Tummid went, went to the sky, but this was the smoke of the burning Beis Hamikdash, the burning temple. And it was Shevis. It was sudden. He was taken by surprise. And what's so haunting about that? is that even though all the signs were there, they all read Eicha. Even though all the signs were there, they heard Yermiyo screaming and yelling. There was an element of Shevis that it was sudden, that it happened so quickly. How could this happen? Who would have seen it coming? And this we know is not something that's unique just to them. But just think about, you know, it's so close to our own memory. And then, you know, in, in 1939, well, in 1932, when Hitler began to rise to power, and then suddenly it was like, sudden, wait, where did this come from? Did you see the writing on the walls? Didn't you notice this? But there's an element that we've always lived, where we kind of live with this cognitive dissonance of we're happy, we're comfortable. We read that the, whatever writing on the walls we disregard, oh, that's the crazy, that's the extreme. And when the disaster strikes, it's Shevis. It's sudden. Now, I can't even, I, I noticed, I was reading an interview with a Chabad Shleach in Ukraine. This is just a few months ago. And he talks about how he had a four-hour journey, took him 24 hours, literally go, driving through a war zone. And the person said to him, didn't you see the writing on the walls? 
And it was, he said, Shabbos. It was sudden. We ignored it. We hoped it would never happen. You live with this cognitive dissonance in Gullus, living in the diaspora, living in where we live, and we're, we're so comfortable. There's this element of Shabbos. This element of, it's so sudden. And I think, at least for us, what Shabbos tells us is that we have no idea what tomorrow can bring. There's a fragility to life and to the way we live our lives. And we've all known people, we've read the stories of people who woke up one day, one day healthy, the next day sick. One day things were fine, the next day some sort of major, major mental health crisis. One day the family's fine, the next day something happens to the family. There's a fragility to life, it's scary. But I think for us, what it should tell us is, at the very least, there's a time, perhaps not Tishvav, when we, where we, we can confront that fragility, confront that aspect of Sheves, and use it at least as a motivator. As a motivator for us to recognize that the lives we live, who knows what tomorrow is going to be, to be? Take advantage now. Don't take anything for granted. Look at our relationships. Who knows what tomorrow is going to be? Why are we waiting? Why are we waiting? Maybe tomorrow I will say I love you finally. Maybe tomorrow I'm going to invest in the relationship. Who knows if there's going to be a tomorrow? And it's scary. But Tishabov is telling us, don't let, don't fall prey to Shabbos. Don't fall prey to sudden. We all know life is finite. We all know the circumstances we live in life are finite. Take advantage. Use it at least to a small extent, a sense of urgency. Take advantage of every moment. Family, the time we have here. We, even just the very basics, don't be so extreme. The sense of, look, look at our children, for those of us who are privileged to have children. And think about five years ago, think about ten years ago, twenty years ago. Every stage of life is what to take advantage of. Even though every stage has its own particular challenges, but take advantage and sit. Take a moment. Take a moment to just take a, take a screenshot of where we are and appreciate what it is so that tomorrow you can return to it and just remember it. Don't fall prey to Shabbos. Every moment of our life can be meaningful if we are willing to, for a moment, acknowledge it. Every moment has the ability to be, to have a profound impact if you have the ability to acknowledge it. The kingdom of Shabbos is telling us don't fall prey to the times of the Beis Amigdash and to the times in 1939 into Ukraine where there's writing on the wall and we don't live with a sense of urgency recognizing who knows what tomorrow may bring. So we begin now with the kingdom number six, which is the first kingdom of today of Shabbos. Page 152. Shabbat Shalom.